This is a clip from The Virtuoso Show, enriching entertainment through story and sound. Aloha! All right, everyone, I am having my cousin, Donovan Colton, who is a composer, multi-instrumentalist, and producer on the show today. And it is my great pleasure to welcome you, Donovan. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. I know that since your early teenage years, you have been working on the piano, guitar, drums, bass, and you taught yourself how to write, record, and mix all of your own work, as well as studying classical musical theory. And um, I've always been impressed by your projects. And can you tell me where the uh, spark of inspiration came for for you and your music journey? Well, I mean, honestly, so when I was uh, four, it probably started when I was four. My dad gave me a stereo and just a bunch of classic rock CDs, and I was just absolutely obsessed. And so I was just begging and begging to learn guitar. My mom was like, well, if you want to learn guitar, you should learn piano first because it's such a you know fantastic foundation for music. And so I actually started learning um, piano, and, and like a couple months later, I started guitar when I was five. And honestly... That's, I mean, since then, it's just been, you know, snowball effect, just getting pretty much any inspiration from anything, you know, all of my favorite, uh, you know, artists and other composers and that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm glad that I started on the piano a few years ago, and I'm even considering different instruments at this point in my musical career, but I am just really happy that I, I got myself on the keys to begin with. Uh, speaking of learning, what are you learning about at this point in your musical career? You've been doing it for over a decade and a half now, and been practicing since you were a young boy, so what's there left to learn? What are you learning about now? <laughs> There's a lot to learn. I, I feel like such a noob. I mean, I've done, uh, let's see, 14 albums. I just finished a film and stuff. And I, I you know, film composing has is, is kind of been my main goal. But the last uh, few months, you know, I've, I've been really starting to focus on game composing. So composing music for video games. And that is like a whole nother area to explore. I mean, it's such a different style of writing music than for like film, you know, from A to B, it's it's just a linear story. You're just telling a linear story where video games, you know, the player is the one who is prompting all the story, you know, throughout the game. So the music has to adapt to that. And it still has to tell a story, though. It just has to do it in a way that's not determined already so it's a it's quite a quite a different realm and so i've been really learning a lot about you know writing that sort of uh way for music and which is a non-linear fashion how, how exactly does that work it sounds like a very interesting concept because like for example your previous compositions start in point a end at point b and tell a story throughout how do you how do you compose for video games in a non-linear way it's super interesting. So, I mean, throughout the uh, game in the game engine, the player, as they're moving through, you know, the game, they're basically triggering all these, you know, there's there's tons of triggers that, you know, trigger sound effects. And then it also triggers the music. And so, like, let's say there'll be this, you know, you're 
playing the video game, you're in a certain area, the music will have, you know, a kind of calm layer. It's for exploring the area. And then like, let's say there's, you know, something kind of more tense that, that happens, you know, in the game, the music then will trigger a layer to the song. That's a more tense kind of version of what was going on before. And then, you know, let's say the tense thing kind of subsides and it's something, you know, else happens on the screen. And so, then it will trigger, you know, either the same music that it was before or maybe a different part of the song, you know, that's kind of calm or something like that. And it basically is just like grabbing. It's like there's like 10 different songs going on at once at all points in time. But depending on what the player is doing, it's picking different songs or different parts of the song and kind of constructs it there. And so it's you have to basically make sure things like loop really well and then transitions to other things go really well. That way, you know, whenever the player is going, they could, you know, never notice any disruptions or any weird things happening with the music. Interesting. What a cool concept. I remember when we were growing up, uh, spending time at your your house and playing lots of video games, The Legend of Zelda comes to mind. Um, yeah, tell me about your favorite genre of music and why. I mean, that is it's it's super hard because it just kind of depends. Really, honestly, my favorite style of music right now is kind of a modern orchestral sty- style of music. However, I really grew up loving rock and and um, metal and that sort of thing. I, I have a really deep appreciation for every genre of music as long as it, you know, has a create creativity side, you know, to it, um, which mm-hmm. most music does. And so there's something to love about, you know, I think all genres of music really. But yeah, I mean, the rock and, and metal stuff, honestly, was, was uh, what kind of um, kept pushing me just because it's a very complex genre of music and 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 it's kind of weird to realize but it's very deeply tied into like classical music as well um it's a completely different sound it's just has that same kind of theory approach where it's really structured it's really um it's it's not like something like jazz where it's really kind of free form and like you know, you could take things lots of lots of places, you know, to get from A to B where it like classical and like the rock and metal kind of stuff. It's it's very structured from getting from A to B. There's, you know, a lot more, quote unquote, rules, even though there's not really rules. It's just a lot more strict, I guess. And I love that complexity um, side of it. I also love, you know, jazz and that sort of stuff. That's a lot more free form. But uh, I don't know that that. uh I guess yeah, style where it's where it's more structured. I guess is kind of my my favorite. I can relate because when I started studying the form of screenplays, I also found that there are lots of quote unquote rules, or there's a specific structure to, you know, design the emotional machine to have the highest impact. I mean, you yeah, can break yeah. the rules, but it might not work. And structure is sort of like a tree that bends in the wind but doesn't snap like you can move things but you don't want to break the rule too far um sure absolutely you know it's 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 actually kind of funny though because one of one of my favorite composers actually i mean he is my favorite composer Hans zimmer he he always says basically like completely bend rules and that sort of thing i mean he's somebody who makes very structured music however he also completely breaks a lot of quote unquote rules 
But I think the difference is, is he knows the rules that he's breaking once he's mm. doing it. So he's not, you know, using necessarily the approach where, you know, it's following all those strict rules. It's kind of like, okay, I'm not going to follow the rules. And because it's so deliberate and owns it so well, I think that's where it starts to, you know, kind of take life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can take that approach and um, hope to succeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, it's it's a it's a slippery surface because it's something that could be like either amazing or it could be absolutely horrible. And then you right, just learn right. from it and move on. <laughs> right, exactly. But I guess playing safe and playing by the rules can also be uh, boring and, you know, produce a cookie cutter product that doesn't inspire anyone. Well, it could be just more expected. You know, I think a lot of times with art, if everything was expected, it ne isn't necessarily, you know, the best. It's it's kind of like, you know, a, a lot of times pop music gets, you know, a bad rap just because, you know, especially as a, as a music producer for me is whenever I listen to a pop song, I... I'd know everything that's going to happen in the song. And, um, you know, and that's, there's, there's stuff I could still love about, you know, a lot of pop music, like, you know, mixes and, and, you know, the production side of it. I really enjoy that. But, um, when you're fully expecting and when everything happens, the exact same measures that you think it's going to happen when it changes to a chord that you already know it's going to change to, you know, that kind of hurts the, uh, immersion i guess and so music i think is in all art is supposed to kind of surprise you a little bit it's supposed to kind of catch you off guard i think yeah i can relate because when i watch movies sometimes i see the structure blatantly like you can tell when you know minute 12 occurs and the emotional turn goes in this direction and the minute 25 occurs and the emotion you know the act breaks on the very minute and mm -hmm. you know various points throughout the film you can somewhat expect what's going to happen in the character's journey and and I, I feel like i get some sense of satisfaction because when i watch it i'm like oh yeah i know that this is going to happen but at the same time it sort of um, takes the magic away yeah well and i think it makes it less memorable just because it's too much like um i don't know something else yeah yeah exactly but there is this um there's saying in Hollywood that says, give me the same thing, but different. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Donovan Colton has helped me greatly compose some beautiful soundtracks. And I want to talk about the, the process. So I gave you a couple of guidelines. I remember telling you about how I wanted to produce a sound that encapsulated a global spirit and you really took that and ran with it. You gave me sounds from Europe. You gave me sounds from Africa. You gave me sounds with the guitar, with the piano, with full orchestral pieces. So just tell me about your journey um, producing the music for the show. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, it was kind of like really kind of going into little pockets, I guess, of, of, of you know, different sounds. You know, I one thing I wanted to be really careful of when, when I was composing, um, this music is that I wasn't, um, being, 
uh, disrespectful to any sort of the cultures, just because a lot of those, you know, places like in in Africa or you know the Middle East or any Asian kind of countries, they 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 have v- very um, specific traditional theory that the music is built off of, and you know I'm very well trained in you know the kind of classical Western music theory, so you know. Uh, Really, I, that's Europe and, you know, kind of over it, stuff that was developed in the last, you know, uh, four, 400 years or so. And, you know, a lot of the kind of Middle Eastern and Asian kind of uh, traditional music is built off of very, very different um, music theory. So I wanted to kind of like capture that sound, but without getting too far into it. Because I, I am not super, you know, well studied. I've, I've definitely spent you know, a, a considerable amount of time studying that, that style of music. Cause I love to be as well-rounded, but honestly, I mean, to fully, uh, you know, capture the, the, that traditional kind of culture, cultural sound. I mean, it takes like a lifetime of, of learning, honestly. So, you know, it, it was a really fun balance of, you know, kind of capturing the sound, but really staying true to kind of my personal composing style and not disrespecting any sort of the cultures. Yep. Yep. Interesting blend. And I appreciate that. I like that you, you still drew from what you knew and created a unique approach towards these bumpers. And I remember conversing with you a few times and you said that writing the shorter songs are more difficult than the longer ones. Can you speak to that? So that my audience can just know what these little, you know, 15 second bumpers, what goes into that? Because we're going to use them to break the show apart. But that's quite a job composing that. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, writing a 15 minute, or 15, 15 minute, honestly, writing a 15 minute piece is easier than writing a 15 second piece. And I think <laughs> the reason is, is because I, I love, um, storytelling. I love taking, you know, music through, through a journey. And for this project, um, we have a kind of a overarching theme. So for the, the intro and, you know, the outro is, is based on a, off of a theme. And I decided to, condense that theme down to just simply you know uh, technically it's four notes but it could be even brought down to three notes um and i and the reason i i made the theme able to do that is so i can bring those three notes into these super short songs and um be able to fit them in you know different scales so it works with the different kind of sounds um uh, you know that were going for but uh but yeah i mean writing a convincing you know that 15 second song that puts you in the the you know sound world um for you know whatever we're trying to to convey is really tricky because it's it's you know not every second at that point is makes a big difference but uh it's fun it's a fun challenge though (laughs) Good. I'm glad that I was able to challenge you creatively. And I respect that, you know, you were able to design, you know, a world of sound that brings someone somewhere, tells them a quick story and then drops them off without it sounding abrupt in only about 20 seconds. That's quite an accomplishment. Sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely tricky, but yeah, it's 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 fun. 
I'm glad that we, you know, got to chat and we got to work on this project together. And to many more, thank you, Donovan, for your time today. If people who are listening to the show are interested to hear more of your music and see what you're up to, where should we direct them? Uh, so I've got my website, DonovanColton.com. Um, but I'm also, you know, under any sort of streaming service, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, any anything that, you know, whatever you listen on, uh, just under my name, Donovan Colton. Great. All right. Oh, well, thank you for your time today, Donovan. I'm glad that we got to sit down and discuss music together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Okay. Till next time. Thanks for taking a moment to listen to this excerpt. If you like what you've heard here, maybe you'd enjoy the full show. I invite you to check it out wherever you get your podcasts. If you love what I'm doing and you want to support me, please go to treversthoughts.com and sign up for my email. Alternatively, you can shoot me a quick message at muse at treversthoughts.com. That's M-U-S-E, like the Greek muses. I'll send you an email back and we can begin our relationship from there. Till next time, aloha.